What's good, everybody? My name is Brandon McCollum, also known as BMXC, and this is Nice Minds. I'm with a very, 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 very special guest, my homie, Reed Benjamin. Hey, what's up, man? What's good, my dude? So I'm trying to think of, like, everything I know about you. I mean, you're an MC, songwriter, you're an R&B crooner as of recently because you've been putting out those uh, soulful jams. And yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're... I mean, I, I don't think you would admit this, but I feel like you're a legend in the Twin Cities hip-hop scene, man, because for for years, I, I mean, I've heard your name, like, come up in, in every, like, every conversation about Twin Cities hip-hop. I feel like Reed Benjamin, formerly known as KOB, um, pops up. How did you get your start in music? Um, uh, you know, I, I come from a musical family, um, so I got a, um, I have... Uh, extended family members that are professional musicians my dad grew up playing music um just i come from a real like um a real hearty music background um so i started playing drums when i was about four years old um i've been a percussionist my whole life um and uh you know I, there was but uh just you know growing up in the city man there's something always about hip-hop that just like and r&b too really that i was just drawn to my mom used to listen to a lot of uh sounds of blackness and and just a lot of uh art earth wind and fire and uh, tina turner tony braxton just like so much my mom did so much too. r&b all that shit bobby brown yeah i saw, yeah, I saw bobby you post brown, about yep. that and that made me think about my mom too because she she put she put me on to like so much stuff as a kid um and i guess yeah just always was just around me and so um i also didn't yeah i just wasn't drawn to other genres that like my dad was into or like my cousins and my uncle played um and so uh you know i casually like i i, I played drums and i was in band and stuff like that but i just like casually messed with pretending to write songs and stuff like that and then um and then uh one day it just uh not really one day but i just got more and more serious about it um enjoyed it more and more and then when i was like 12 or 13 uh started like this little group with a buddy of mine um and we just, just he really wasn't into it but i was and it kind of was that was where i was really like I, I really started like writing songs and like trying to do stuff and and that's really where like i say my me taking rapping seriously started and then i just got going from there and i think that's probably why one of the reasons you hear you've heard my name so much is just because i've been doing this for so long in the city that it's uh a lot of people I've ran into a lot of people over over the years and made various impacts in different places, I guess. Yeah, because I mean, I feel like I've known who you are for, uh, I mean, a decade plus at this point. I mean, for sure. probably since like 2009, 2010, maybe. Yeah, probably way back then. Uh, so I know you started Mill City uh, Collective, right? Right. That was you and, and you ran it with uh, Jordan Weller for a while, right? Actually, uh, me and Free City, um, a producer from the, around here, is uh, we started it. Um, but uh, as we started it actually back in uh, 2005. But um, there's been different iterations throughout the years as far as um, artists, roster of artists, and kind of ways that we've gone about things. So it was it was around 2013 that um, we were kind of in a, a, a stagnant point, and Lyric Marid decided had had the idea of trying to kind of scout some talent and really put together like a a uh, local rap dream team so so to speak or like a um like a, a wu-tang type of thing and uh that so that's when we, when we really started um 
get a lot of traction as far as and getting more attention as far as the um the name like we were we were around for a long time but a lot of the stuff all was just under the kob umbrella um but uh when mill city really started being a name was around 2013 and then uh and then um jordan weller was originally he was jay plaza's manager and uh so when so we had plaza with us for a while and it just lyric and jordan continued to have conversations and lyric really wanted somebody to come on that was more uh not an artist basically and uh, eventually jordan did and that's how that's how he ended up with us right when jordan came on board is when i started to kind of do a lot with nge and i feel like we never really we we kind of i think did a few things together like mill city and nge but um i feel like we were kind of running parallel for a little while where we were like both um kind of you'd see our names on flyers like at the same time like all over the place and you guys were yeah really popping back then yeah we had i know we had definitely um at least some some uh crossover on on lineups and stuff with some of our roster and some of yours when i think of you like i think of consistency i mean you're a dude that like i feel like you have never you've never fallen off i mean at least from what i've seen you you've consistently been putting up music for years and years how do you find yourself staying so consistent and motivated throughout the years that's a great question um and 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 you know it's funny is i did kind of fall off for quite a while um during actually during most of the mills the that mill city movement time i was really not creating a lot myself it was a lot more just um supporting everybody else i was uh i was kind of lost um artistically and personally um in those years um uh because you know i i had did I, the the kob thing was was popping and uh then some things fell apart with the label i was with and um i just you know i, I all of a sudden I didn't have the support behind me that I had before. And I kind of was, um, that was honestly like, that was the only success I had seen in music because once I had money behind me and connects behind me. And so when that all kind of went out the window, I really kind of like had a uh, identity crisis in a way of, of like, was I doing well because I was good or because it was just because there was, you know, this money and, 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 plugs behind me and it, I really was like in a place of like one am I any good am I as good as I think I am because I used to be I mean I used to be overconfident in my abilities and um and uh and I was, it was like what was you know was that what, who I what I was and who I was or is it just because of this and then also it was will I see that again without any success again without finding a situation like that again um and i was really like lost as far as what i was going to do i didn't really know to even even creatively i was the the music i was making before when i was with good life as kob was really um in part of it because there was a lot of money behind it it was like you got to find a hit you got to make a hit like everything you got to make is so that somebody will enjoy it so we can make some money and so what i would be writing about and stuff would be more regular mainstream hip-hop stuff which you can hear if you when you listen to the kob stuff um and so there's just there's just a lot of like not knowing who i was as an artist and trying to figure out who i was as a person finding like the um it was like a, a disconnect there i guess and um so what happened so i uh really when i had my kid like was when i really started like it, it really sent grounded me in a lot of different areas, um, kind of showed me what's important and it really like inspired me to 
want to make music that um that like my parents could listen to that i could p- play for them and they might not like it and it's not about whether it's cursing or anything it's just like if they can relate to the person that that is making the music or if um the i really had this philosophy of of instead of making music for a built-in audience it was making an art music for me and there's people like me out there and they'll find that music will find them and they'll find that music and um when i changed so when i changed my really like the the foundation of what drove me to create it really that's really what where the consistency came from was now all my creation is is on is out of like the fact that making music makes me happy um stuff that challenges me and i'm like oh i can't do this like um things like that are what really where really the consistency comes from it's just like finding new motivation and inspiration i um that's what happened with r&b stuff you know i always wanted to do r&b um and this girl i was talking to at the time basically told me like i, I told her i want to do do an r&b project and i was like, i want to do it by halloween and she, or, i mean halloween <laughs> valentine's day and uh uh that would be a different problem. yeah <laughs> but, uh, actually actually i did do one of those <laughs> scary r&b yeah yeah um i actually did that this halloween but um uh but uh she was like i was it was like 10 days out from valentine's day she's like well you know i guess next year probably and i'm like oh you you don't know you don't know who you're talking to i'm i'm if i get an idea like i just dive into that that's how i did all them four by fours and stuff and so i was like all right you know what just to like it was like I was inspired by the fact that someone doubted me, but I was like, watch me. And I ended up I ended up making 10 songs in like eight days. Holy shit. I ended up only keeping five, partially because of like what I liked and what I didn't like, but partially I just didn't want to mix them all. Like because the mixing was gonna take too long to like get it out. And so I just picked like the ones that I felt like were the most complete, like fit together the best and stuff like that. But yeah, I I, I cranked them out. Like if if I'm inspired, man, I can I can cook up. You know, I'll, I'll cook up three songs in a night if I if I if I'm if my mind is going. So, um, so really, that's where the consistency comes from. It's just like like finding new inspiration, finding new things I want to do, stuff I want to talk about, like, um, and really just since I'm mining my life, I'm always alive. So I'm always there's always new material to to, to mine. So just like find just like trying to find new creative ways to to do what sometimes feels like the same thing. I really relate to that, man. I mean, I've been doing this for 20 years now and I feel like I've, I've gotten to so many points where like I've felt lost. Like there's been like little, um, little segments of my life and I'm currently going through that. I mean, cause my mom passed last year. So I, I'm just kind of like, I've, I get to these points every now and then where I'm just like, what the fuck do I want to do creatively? Like who, who am I as an artist? Like, I've done all these different things um, and I, I kind of have to like reassess my life every, I feel like it's every like few years and that's kind of what I do. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I've managed to to stay somewhat consistent and stay making music over 20 years. So like it, there must be a reason for it. I, I mean, I feel like, mm-hmm. I feel like I would have put it all away and quit everything by now if I, you know, if that was right. like, what was meant to happen, you know? So um so yeah i mean i really relate to a lot of what you said um and speaking of your r&b shit i mean that that shit's fire man like i love i love the creativity behind it man it's it's super just like like stepping out of your 
I could tell it's like stepping out of your comfort zone, like what you were used to and like what you were known for and doing something different. I love it. So what, what Valentine's Day was that that you put out the first one? Was it last year? Last year, yeah. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. What's the project called? Uh, it's called RXB. I was going to try to do another one for Valentine's Day, but I just like... Um, that 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 project was a little bit more... Uh, it was my first foray into it, so it was really like sticking your toe in and a lot of stuff, which made it like... The first song was really hard to make, and then after that, it was really easy. But um, I didn't go very deep in anything in there, like emotionally or anything. Like, like it was really just like a, a toe in the water. And now, like the stuff that I have now is a lot more like personal to me. It's a lot more like, I mean, not it all means something. Like the stuff that I made meant something, but this is just a different level. And I really like wanted to want to be first careful about how I put it out because it's not only just my life, it's other people's lives involved, you know? And, and then also I wanted to, um, I really wanted to come out right. You know, I've, I've put out a lot of music and gotten kind of this similar results for a long time. And, and I know why it is because I get so excited about a project. I just throw it out there after a while. Cause I'm like, it's done. Like, I just want it. I just want the world to experience it. And, and uh, like, probably like most artists I was independent artists like my my ability to be patient and market and stuff like that um has been kind of my detriment so I'm trying out so as as thirsty as I was to try to get some out for Valentine's Day I was like it'd be it, is is it more worth it to wait and have people actually hear it that <laughs> is the the challenge of being an independent artist for sure it's like you put out this music and you want it to hit the way you want it to hit but um if you don't have a good like marketing plan behind you, it just, you know, it could do nothing really. And uh, I think that's smart. I think it's smart to kind of uh, take your time with it and make a, make a plan with it and put it out the right way and stuff. Um, so I, I think that kind of goes um, maybe into my next question a little bit. Um, what piece of advice would you give to any younger artist getting into music? Like what do you wish that you would have known when you first started? <laughs> so much stuff um um a couple things um the first thing i wish i would have done from the start was um learn the business same yep you know you see so many so many artists that make music and you're like that are successful and you're like how like usually i mean they usually got some decent you know i'm i'm not here to downplay any commercial artists or anything like that but but there's usually you're like this is the best that we have or like this is like the most like it, it's it just seems like a lot it always seems like the best um the artists that are the most successful know the business and then they go from there and even locally there's so many people that i that i don't think are that you know talented or have great songs but get a lot of traction because they know how to do this and which you know is is something i never put a lot of stock into even like i mean we know each other from IPR, technically. Did we meet at IPR? I believe what? so. What? When, when did you go? Oh six. No. I, well, maybe. You weren't there yet? Maybe because I, I swear you, you, you know, were there. You, you probably saw me around because I I was okay. I, I take that back. Do you do you know Brian Mingi? Yeah. I was recording with him all the time there. Okay. So maybe you would so I yeah the oh six would have been when I was like I was down there a lot actually so that that makes uh -huh. sense that's probably why why you know me then. But um, I actually only went like a uh for a quarter because i um uh, i i was so i already had no i knew how to do everything 
like the music stuff, like, cause I've been working independently for a long time. So like a lot of, not everything, but like a lot of stuff we were doing um, initially, like I was just like bored by, and then the business stuff, I just was like, and so I've just even like, even then, like, even though I was probably like, you know, I was at least seven years into doing this, I was still like, then still wish I would have like taken that opportunity to focus more on the business. So, so the business doing the business, the business side is will change your life musically, but um, also just um, making it a point to be yourself and find your sound and find who you are artistically. Uh, the, my biggest pet peeve when I listen to stuff now is I can immediately tell who like who this rapper is trying to rap like sound like because there'll be inflections that are the same or another thing that happens is everybody kind of will use the same not everybody but everybody, a lot of people use the same flow and i can tell which rapper they're and that they're doing it as kind of and and basically what they're doing is they're taking the template of the flow and then filling in the words yep. and so it so it seems like it's more of a of a um like more more is being done there than there is like it's it's really easy to have the structure in front of you and fill in the blanks and and that's fine if that's what you want to do it's not something i want to listen to but also there's just not a lot of longe- longevity in that um it's you really need to find how the music speaks to you and let it speak to you and, and let it come out of you because that's that's all i do now is i just let it come out of me it's i can't like I can't even go in with like anything more than a small intention of like, this is kind of what I wanted the theme of the song to be, or like, this is kind of the, the experience I'm trying to talk about. But other than that, like uh, my process is literally like just emptying my head because as soon as I start thinking about something I listen to or start trying to like force a flow or anything it starts becoming something that I just not proud of. And it just doesn't feel like me. And when your music feels like you, like there's no better feeling than when you're listening to us music that is completely genuinely you on a record. It's just, there's nothing like it. And um, so find who you are, because especially as a, as a young artist, you and I can completely test this. I used to, my structures used to all be Lloyd Banks and Jada Kiss structures, my flows like, and punchlines and everything. And, and if you, if it's so easy to do that because you want to be successful. You want to like, especially young, you want it now. You want, you want, you want to be where you're supposed to be right now. And if the way to get that is make something that sounds like something that's already, already successful, that's how a lot of people, that's how a lot of people move forward with their, their art. But, you know, it's just like anything with trends, especially like successful now but it's not going to be about you, you can't you can't catch up to a trend you know like you, you gotta either you gotta either be on the in front of it or you gotta be on the front of the next one like in in and i just think it's so hard to be an artist emulating people and 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 then continue to be an artist it's just like to me that's the the quick come up like the the cash grab rap like of just like I'm gonna get in, get this money, get out, which which we saw a lot, like in in the in the late 2000s, especially um, as people just people that couldn't rap or didn't rap or didn't care about the art more more importantly, like just like making a song 
because yep. they could put some money behind it, get some money back at it back when there was money in rap. That's a lot of good advice. I feel like I feel like every artist has to start somewhere though, and I, I do feel like um, you know, when you first start, like you said, like you you emulated like like Lloyd Banks and stuff. Um, and I feel like, but I feel like that's that's the point where you need to just like hone your craft for a while and mm-hmm. then like not really focus on putting anything out yet, you know, and just right. just stay in the lab and and practice. One of the things I I did to start trying to get out of that was um, is is changing your influences too. Like, so if everybody listens to Lil Baby, for instance, and I love Lil Baby, so this is not about that. But if everybody listens to Lil Baby, then every you're gonna rap like Lil Baby, but everybody else is gonna rap like Lil Baby. So you're gonna have a bunch of Lil Babies, and you're not even gonna stand out in that. So if anything, like what I started to do is when I was heading to the studio, I would turn on. like fucking like 1029 or like like stations that weren't rap stations just to get like different sounds in yeah. my head and different like cadences and patterns and just all these just just filling your head with stuff that at the very least is not right what's now because that's because then you're just going to sound like everybody else trying to be right now like at least at least change your influences i just see that 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 even can just be so helpful especially like i said for young artists because you because uh, everybody starts somewhere and you want to sound like the person that you like the most. But if you really want to get the most out of your artistry, like fill your cup, as a, as a therapist would say, like with other other things. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Uh, like other other genres is crucial. I mean, like rappers who just listen to rap. I mean, you can you can you can tell it just it, it just sounds like that. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree with that. Um, So what what do you think about the Minnesota scene currently? Um, I, me personally, I feel like I see a lot of, uh, creativity in the local scene, uh, that we haven't really seen always. Um, I feel like, you know, like 10, 15 years ago, it was like, it, it, it was just very, everybody had the same sound and now it's like all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so what are your thoughts overall? What do you think Minnesota kind of needs to like? stand out from the rest of the country like because i know i know we have so much talent here and i I do feel like we could be like one of those major cities for music but um why aren't we you think it's a great question um because there's a myriad of answers um, to that um i actually i'm first of all the local scene kind of makes me feel old now because i'm not as tapped in as i used to be and i I feel like i'm tapped in until i see like 30 artists that are popping that I don't know who they are. Um, so, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't really know how I feel about the local scene. Um, it's really like a, it feels like the wild west right now, yep. kind of in a way of like, there's no there's nothing centralized and stuff, which there kind of was before, which I think is a good thing. Um, I think it needed change. Um, and I think people, different people need to do different things to open those doors. I'm, I really, I'm really excited about that fact that I, there's so many artists here that are really like getting, gaining traction that I just like have never heard of. Like there's like, um, it's just means that there's so much going on here and people that, that people are taking their own paths too. They're not yeah. being like, okay, why is it it's not the same why isn't rhyme stairs opening the door why isn't rhyme stairs opening the door why isn't rhyme stairs opening the door people are just like i'm finding my way and they are finding their way and there's and those ways are creating new ways you know like um you know like bobby and 
and uh and all them guys going through doc and stuff doc opened the door for them but now they can open the door for new people that are coming in like there's just like like there's so many like different things happening and i think that's really what's going to make a make the scene happen is that it's going to be there's not going to be this that's the person that's eating we all have want a piece of what they have everybody's getting their own piece and when everybody's eating or at least more people are eating from different from different tables and different plates then there's not going to be any or there's i mean there's still there'll always be drama but but there's not going to be all I'm not working with them because they're not messing with me. Or it's like, no, just go get yours. Like, and find find where you fit, find what works for you. And like, it's so cool to see like the water wave stuff going on. Yeah. Like, they're out of fucking nowhere. I don't know where that happened. Yeah. That came from. I don't even know enough about them. I want to. I want to find Same. out more. But but they they just man they they just took over out of nowhere. Yep. And um and that's just so so dope that that. There's kids, you know, like kids, these kids yep. like really are creating this movement that's like making waves and making noise and they're figuring it out. They're like, we're not going to wait for some somebody else to tell us what to do or how to do it. They're just figuring it out. I think that's amazing. I, you know, and, and um, there's so much stuff like that happening here. And um, I just like there's so many artists here that have hundreds of thousands of followers and, and streams and it's just like and and also i've starting to see more love shown to the local scene here from people not in the local scene which i think is you know is 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 one hand washing the other in a way as far as like the more quality more variety better better giving it to people creates that but also like i just saw something today from um uh i don't know who i don't know who it was but there you know, there's some it was a gophers player zach fox they were talking to him i think it's his name zachary fox and uh and he was doing this like interview in the Gophers locker room, and he was talking about. I think it was, I think it was a water wave interview, but he was talking about like like local sporting local artists and like man, you guys got to tap in the scene and like people are just like people here are starting that aren't artists are starting to get more excited about the local scene, and that's what's going to change it too. It's like it's, people here have never been excited about what's going on here, pockets, but you know nothing, nothing where it's like. They got the city on lock and that's like, that's what all the, the major hub cities to have. And that's what we're starting to do. And I just, um, I just think it's a really, really awesome time to be here. Um, I hopefully I would love to be a part of whatever happens here. Um, but even if I'm not, it's really just really awesome to see, like, see start things start to come together. Cause it felt like it felt in some ways it felt like it was never going to happen here. Yep. And now it now it really feels like realistic. It feels like this can be a place that where things come from. And um, I'm just super excited. I really love what Prof is doing with um, and Stop House are doing, putting all these young young dudes on on their tours like that. Otherwise, would not have got this opportunity. They know that getting getting fans outside of Minneapolis is just going to make things better in Minneapolis, but also spread everybody's. And and there's no way that as as talented and amazing as Mac is, as Tay is, like they can't do a tour by themselves and get all these people from all these different cities to come. They have they have to go on a prof tour, you know. And and so the fact that he's like giving these opportunities to people and doing basically like what everybody wanted Rhyme Sarah's to do all this time, like is just I I could not I could not give more props to that. Like that's just the coolest shit in the world. That that it's like an all Minnesota tour 
I, I like sorry, just hit me like that. Like, uh, literally an all Minnesota independent artist tour, just like sold out ninety percent of their shows across the country. That's crazy. people that have no no radio play, no you know two two of these artists are like really have Tay's done a few things you know out out in Cali and stuff. Max really hasn't as from what I've seen hasn't been out out of here at all. These guys have like have no history of doing that and these they just sold this thing out and now they and they made huge lifetime fans for their for that on that tour man i just i think it's really really inspiring and exciting to see i think live on lake street is really smart Killing i think it, it's yuck. i think that i'm totally on board with them stirring the pot with whatever they stir the pot with yep. because we've been all been trying to be play nice to each other and being shitty to each other and behind the scenes let's just all like like if there's drama, just stir up the drama yeah. because it's just it's, it's more clicks, it's more views, and I, I mean, granted, hopefully nothing like crazy happens to anybody, and right. maybe it will. But but I think either way, I think that this is a platform. It's the type of platform that we've like really needed, where yeah. it looks it looks good, sounds good, seems official. Like it's it's really just and and not that and, and Wiseman were kind of the precursor of that, but this is just another level of like they weren't tapped into the city, they didn't have like in the same way as far as like culturally. As, as much um this you know chief chief is from south side so it's like it's he's the the machine behind all this is from yeah i cities. only know jake so who is behind uh uh live on lake street south side chiefs um um company um wmg um so he's been doing shows oh, I've, and see, I've seen that and, name pop up okay yeah and he and he like he just had a little beef with pmb rock over the the burning down building during the, there's like a he's just he's 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 somebody that really like is really good at finding his way to like creating like content or like drama and issues and stuff for himself like not not just those things though he's just really good at like putting himself like in like like crafting his image or whatever like i i don't, I don't even really know how to put it but he's really like he's a smart dude he's been because he's been out here for a long time and, and he's like yeah and, and they've been doing live on lake street actually i think for a while and it's now just a new like format of it oh, okay. and it's now now with and they added jake and they and they're really like putting money behind it because he's because uh chief's got you know he's got a, a a merch company that they do printing and dtg and stuff he makes a lot of money on that so so i think he finally just has like the funds to to really like put behind something like this and so that's what he's doing yeah and and, um, and he hired jake to do it because wiseman was done so it takes a great obviously a great host and um it's just like this is it's like some things came together that really needed to come together in order for something like this to happen and uh yeah i just think they're killing it i really do i, I i'm not familiar with all the people on there and i, and I think maybe they're a little too frequent with their <laughs> their episode drops because you can't keep up but um but I, I love it. I just, yeah, there's just so much cool stuff going on here that I'm just really excited about. Fair play, fair play is another thing that I think is really pretty interesting. Yeah, Nerdy is just on fire, bro. I mean, that dude. Yeah, impressed yeah, the shit out of me. He's raking it in, man. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. But they got the right idea. Um, they really want to be a like they want to be the new rhyme stars, really. Yep. You know, but like a but like do it in a way that's a little bit more um helpful for everybody else and yep. in- inclusive as well um so yeah i just like i can't you, you know you keep probably keep naming stuff it's, it's just like so much cool stuff going on 
Hell yeah. And that's exactly why I asked you, man, because I, I figured you probably saw it the same way because I, I agree, man. I, I get, I'm getting really excited about the, the different things that I've been seeing pop up recently. Like you said, like, like water wave, like where the fuck did they come from? They're super dope. Like all of a sudden, like got this new shit and there's that, um, uh, creative MPLS thing that popped up too. I don't know much about them either, but, um, it's like a, like a venue slash, um, photography studio slash a bunch of stuff like they they do a bunch of events yeah. and i haven't been to one but I, i'm impressed with what i've seen there and then um yeah like you said with uh live on lake street I, I didn't know that story so that's why i asked you that's crazy um because all of a sudden it's just like jake was doing the podcast that he was doing before um with uh, uh wiseman and then all of a sudden he's doing live on lake street and just killing mm -hmm. it just like like content after content and just like crazy shit and yeah man yeah. It's, it, it's a really good look for the scene man i i really do think that all of those things are um are valuable and and yet yeah and like you said like the different names just keep popping up that i've been finding out about like i i mean i i must be really out of the loop because before he was on kanye shit i had no idea who casey pluto was um yeah and all of a sudden that name is popping up all the fucking time since donda I used to see his name a lot here and there, um, along with like uh, Junior Reeves and um, somebody else. They all kind of like would always pop up around each other. But uh, yeah, then he uh, uh, disappeared. Casey disappeared for a little bit and came back in the Kanye stuff. Yeah. Oh, and the, the other thing too with Live on Lake Street was um, why it's so good for for Jake and stuff is because you know Wiseman Jake was doing all the editing, yep. all the graphics. Literally, he was literally like he was in so much time and now he can just like host That's so dope it's from what i understand yeah it's like now he just like and I'm, I'm sure he probably does a little bit more of the time scene stuff but nowhere near like he was before and i think that's probably why too he can be so consistent he deserves all the shine man that dude is a good good dude i've had him on the podcast and he shared a lot of uh a lot of heavy shit on here and yeah um i just got so much respect for that dude so what projects are you working on right now like what are you coming out with in the near future I'm constantly creating, but and wanting to market correctly and stuff. I'm kind of in a, uh, a, I'm in a place right now where I'm trying to figure out, like, trying to get the right finances together. And then I have, I have three projects basically that I'm more, more than three, but like I got another R&B, a sequel R&B project, um, RXB2. Um, and then I have a, Another another project that's kind of a follow up to the Eye of the Storm project. The Eye of the Storm was a lot of like um, more depressive stuff, um, and so there's uh, I have a, an album coming behind that that's kind of like the the uprise from that in a way, or the upslope. We're trying to um, get back in a, a good place, which is called Light, Love, Strength, Power, and then. Um, I've got this project I've been working on with Clout Laura called Dad Bod God. I don't know if I'm going to get that out when I want to get it out, but um, we've that I've been working on with him for about a year and a half. Um, I've got a bunch of stuff with Heat Miser, just like I'm constantly cranking stuff out. Um, right now, it's like I just have so much stuff. It's finding the places for it, like where does stuff go, and when is it done? Yep. And, and the other thing I do is I constantly am starting a song. 
I'll have a chorus and a verse and then I have to go to bed or something. And then trying to come back and like reignite that spark to finish the song is pretty difficult. So I have a lot of like partial songs that I have to decide what to do with or how I'm going to complete them, if I'm going to complete them, all that type of stuff. So it's just like a constant like chiseling away. But yeah, for sure, the R&B is going to come out this year. Um, All three of those are going to come out this year. It's just a matter of when I will probably either, even though I don't want to do this, I'm still going to probably drop a bunch of random EPs and shit like that. Um, Just because, you know, sometimes like I won't know where stuff goes and then all of a sudden I'll just have a spark and I'll be like, oh, these all fit together. This is a project. That's how I Storm was. It was like I wanted to do something uh, that was before I started doing the R&B stuff and I realized, and I had this, this has been the hardest year of my life. And um, just like realizing I had a bunch of songs, old songs and new songs that all kind of like fit a theme and like, okay, like this actually is kind of something. And just, so, and I, and I, so I think that's, what's going to happen. Um, I know that's, what's going to happen with me is all of a sudden the chips are just going to, the stars are in a line and it's what with this what they always do for me they just like yep. it just kind of comes it comes together for me and um i have faith and and trust in my process that that, that will i relate to a lot of what you said sir um you're one of those dudes that i've had mad respect for over the years and um appreciate it man. I, i'm continually impressed and i'm excited for what you're gonna put out next man and i can't wait to hear the stuff I appreciate it, man. Thanks, man. I uh, have a lot of respect for your longevity as well. Thank you, sir. Um, I like to give everybody the last word. Uh, do you have any last words to leave the people with? Yeah. Uh, stay warm. Go to therapy. Deal with your stuff. Take care of the people that and do the people right that that love you. Love them back. Um, and uh, if you want to do something, something inspires you, do it. Don't Don't wait on it. Just do it. Great advice, sir. Thank you again, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot. Hell yeah, man.